Welcome back to the All Things Sports Podcast, Season 2, Episode 9. I'm your host, Julian, co-host, Justin. Yo. Antoine and Don in the building. Yo. We're actually outside. It's nice and cool outside, finally. Mm-hmm. Take advantage of the weather. Um, so the playoffs are getting closer in the NFL, and basketball already has some some sticky situations, one being relieved and one just getting started. So we're going to get into all that. But first... There's three good games in particular that we're going to get into for the NFL this week. And let's just start with the Tennessee-Indianapolis game at 1 o'clock in Indianapolis. The Colts are a a game out of, or excuse me, three games out of first place. But we're not worried about first place right now. We're just worried about winning one game at a time. Mm -hmm. And we have a chance to beat a divisional opponent. It's not even we, but they have the chance to beat a divisional opponent. And they've won three straight games <clears throat> where Andrew Luck has thrown 10 touchdowns and one interception. So the defense has to be strong enough because Marcus Merritt is really playing good over these last four weeks. Um, their defense is obviously the best scoring defense in the league. And, you know, it's going to be a tough divisional game. But we're at home, and I think the Colts can just keep showing what they've done. What do you guys think about, about this game? I think... It's it's a it's a pivotal time that catching both these teams right now because you said uh, Indy starting off one and five now see themselves a four and five um, Tennessee at five and four off two big wins off a Monday night win from Dallas and then last week a big big win against um, New England so yeah like I said the, the, you know the big thing for them they had question marks just like Dallas did uh, with. Is Mariota the, the franchise quarterback going forward? I think that question for now has been silenced and answered. He's, you know, got back in rhythm. He's getting more comfortable in the offense. And we got to understand That's this true. is the first-year coach, Mike Vrabel. So, you know, he's going to have his own staff. He's going to have his own offense he wants to run. And, you know, and sometimes I feel like Mariota can get lost because, you know, they're very run-dominant, especially with, you know, such a solid defense. That's kind of like the game, game plan you want to go with, grinding out the clock, you know. Uh, so... I think going into this game, it's going to come down to the quarterback play. And I kind of feel like if that's the case, I feel more confident with Andrew Luck, especially them being at home. Right. And he's just like, he's, you know, I I think my pick, obviously, I think a lot of people's pick to win a uh, comeback player of the year. And he's just in the groove right now. And to see, and it's very nice to see, you know, one of the elite quarterbacks in the game to, you know, finally come back, yeah, and, come back and, and do what we know. Straight back to form. Yeah, and do what he know, you know, he can do. And the run game's picked up very nicely. Right. Uh, running back by committee, but, you know, still making use of, you know, all their touches. Right, so. Yeah, I don't know if Marlon Mack could, could do what he has to 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 open up the passing game for Andrew Luck. In Tennessee, they've I've been saying this for a while now, they've had a sleeper defense. They allow a lot they they allow sometimes it looks like a lot, but <clears throat> with that offense, it's it's on some they're out on the field a lot more. Mm-hmm. So that's just how the game goes, whatever. Right, right. They're a good they defense, gave up solid defense. Nine, what was it, 19 sacks to Baltimore or something like that? Yeah, oh, it was, yeah, it was, it was a record. Yeah, it was a record. Yeah, it was a record so breaking number, yeah. If you're always on the field, then what do you expect? Right. Um, but yeah, they have a solid defense. And then, like you said, Mariota, last two weeks, been um, getting mm-hmm. into it. Run game's always been solid, but it's Mariota's been the focus, and can he be consistent? 
their receivers, I see a lot of drop passes. So that's another thing they have to clean up, like miscues. Right. Um, mm-hmm. That offensive line, like you were saying, you know, you're going to get sacked a lot. It's going to be tough. I mean, it's, it's health, too. You know, yeah. I think that the health is not on their side right now. They don't have all their starting offensive line. Um, you know, coming into the season, Corey Davis wasn't healthy, I don't think, coming into the season, was he? Mm. Yeah, I think there was question marks. Yeah. Something. I, but they weren't healthy coming into this whole season. And But, you know, like we said, they've, they've come on and hit stride a little bit. What you said about Andrew Luck not being able to have the, the way to – you know, throw the ball because of Marlon Mack. You know, I don't know because, you know, Marlon Mack missed four weeks in the beginning of the season and our rookie running backs took care of whatever job they had to do. We weren't even running for 200 yards a game or even 100 at this point. Andrew Luck is second in the league with passing touchdowns behind Mahomes. So it's like we have to find a way to get in there. He's doing it with the tight end group. The Colts have the second best tight end group in the league after the Eagles. And I like us better than the Eagles, but Zach Ertz, I, I respect him. Like, I'll take Zach Ertz over, over uh, Ebron and Jack Doyle any day. You know what I'm saying? One-on-one. But as a collective, obviously, Ebron and Doyle and Mo Ali Cox, shout out to him, he's coming through. He used to play VCU college basketball. <clears throat> now he's a tight end in the NFL, scoring touchdowns week-to-week basis. Um, next game we were going to get into was going to be the Minnesota Chicago Sunday night game in Chicago. Yeah, another big divisional game. And this is might this might set the tone for the playoffs in the sense of who's going to be representing the NFC North. Yeah. Because a set, what is Mitch Trubisky in his third second year, right? Second year. He's in his second year, and he has a chance to to win the NFC North over Aaron Rodgers, who. Ant was kind of asking us, is Green Bay season over? And we're talking about Minnesota and Chicago being the pivotal game to see the playoffs. Yeah, it could be, you know, and if we have time, we'll get into that. But Mitch Trubisky has a chance to to take over, you know, a Kirk Cousins signing and an Aaron Rodgers season, right, and and represent his division. I, I think Minnesota still can make the playoffs, obviously, if they don't win the division. But... For the Bears to come into playoffs as division leaders with the defense that they have right now, that that's scary. And at home, it's cold out. Minnesota's not, you know, playing their best football. They're playing really good football, but we saw last week uh, Stephon Diggs sat out and Adam Thielen wasn't really doing what he's done all season. Yeah. Um, so I think the Bears have a chance to – and Khalil Mack is coming back. It all comes scary. down to – Scary to Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins is the that's the key. That's the key to the Vikings' success. If he can continue to consistently get the ball to the open receiver, whether it be Diggs or Thielen or Rudolph, or yeah, exactly, and they got Dalvin Cook. Yeah, so I I think they'll be solid as long as Kirk stays in his game. And even you know, add on to your point, LaQuan Treadwell. Has come into his own this season, a little you know, bit, being, yeah. being a viable a option, bit, yeah. you know. Finally, mm-hmm. I just think this is going to be like right now. We're going to have to see who has the better defense, and obviously, you're going to say Minnesota does. But in these tough divisional games, it's this game that matters. Who's going to have the better defense in this game to to withhold, you know, the scoring? Because Mitch Trubisky's been exciting. He's been running around. Tariq Cohen's been catching the ball out the backfield. Jordan Howard's still consistent. Tim Burton, uh, Trey Burton, Trey Burton has been a great pickup. Allen Robinson is a great pickup. They're exciting in their own. And Minnesota has the names and their defense. It's it's I feel like it's an even matchup right now. And I didn't think at week 11 
Minnesota Chicago Sunday night was not going to get flexed out. Yeah, interestingly enough, uh, Chicago has the fifth ranked offense in the league right now, nice. and that's due to Mitchell Trubisky, you know, really developing as a player. Like you said true. key off season, Trey Burton. Trey Burton's really come on. He's getting better every week. Uh, Robinson, him and Trubisky, are, you know, like they're developing a really good relationship. And the the rookie Anthony Miller too. Anthony Miller, is Anthony, Anthony Miller, yeah, he's, he's you know he's coming on and finding his role. Like you said, yeah, then the, and then I mean, really, what's key to any offense? I feel like in the league nowadays, you gotta have a two back set, and you know you got Jordan Howard, the really ground and pound, and Tariq Cohen who can go out catch the ball, you know, run routes. So and then yeah, that defense is definitely uh, a stable, I think. For that team, and then yeah, I mean Minnesota, they they start off a little shaky, you know, at the beginning of the year, but you know they kind of settled down. I feel like they've you know really went back to their roots and then kind of developed on what they had last year. Just like you know, as good as they were last year, and then in certain Kirk Cousins, so they're kind of you know progressing, yeah, progressing off of that. I, think I feel like Minnesota, not to cut you off, mm-hmm. Minnesota's in a in a win now state. Like yeah, they can't. First of all, they should win this division. Like, that's how they feel. And obviously, Green Bay, they felt that was going to be their toughest task this season. Nobody was expecting Minnesota and the Bears to be the determining factor. So yeah. the fact that they're 5-3-1 and one right now and with a chance to lose a game on the, you know, in a division and, and lose in playoff seating, that's, that's kind of weird. You know, like, the NFL is flipped right now. The Eagles are at 4-5. and five, The Chargers are at 7-2. and two, The Raiders are at 1-8, and eight, right? So... The Colts might make the playoffs, right? This is this is where the NFL is right now. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> I just think that in there, <laughs> it's crazy. Like I haven't been able to say that in a few years. So it's like by week eleven, it's usually like nap time. So yeah, it's gonna be a good game, nonetheless. Who you got? I got Chicago. Vikings. I got Chicago. Khalil Mack strip sack. I'm calling it. I think, I think Trubisky's gonna have another showing. I think him and Kirk Cousins are going to go lights out, and I think Trubisky's going to get nice. the upper hand. Mm-hmm. That, and then, like I said, I was going to say, the only question mark I have for Chicago is the kicking games. I feel like Trubisky's got to put got to put points on the board. Fair. We're going to move on to Mexico. No, it's in L.A. Yeah, they moved it. Same thing, right? Yeah, right. Basically. It's but Yeah. It's the same. It's just, you get what I'm saying. It's the same vibe. <laughs> But um, L.A. at home hosting the Chiefs. They moved it from Mexico, which is the reason I mentioned Mexico, because the field conditions were horrible, supposedly. And now it's at a risk of, like, are, is the NFL going to, like, remove their contract from Mexico because of these conditions? Or, you know, it's like it put Mexico at risk because that's a loss of money. The NFL's losing money, but imagine Mexico. You know, they were going to make a lot of money that day and whatever in Mexico City with fans and merchandise and all that stuff. But yeah, yeah. anyways, they, well, they weren't ready. And KC is going to L.A. now on the road where they have to play arguably the best team in the league right now. Um, but KC is making their point to be the best team in the league with the best quarterback in the league right now who could be MVP. And he should be in the MVP race, Patrick Mahomes. So... He's leading the league in touchdowns. He's making plays. Which LA are they playing? We're playing the Rams. Rams. Right. And uh, versus. You see, that could have went either way. When arguably one of the best teams in the NFL, Chargers is also. Yes, and. Arguably one of the best teams in the NFL. Yes, but then I'll put KC, LA, and then New Orleans. So it's like, Mm. I'm not going to put them over them three. Mm hmm. 
I, I put them there though. At four? In the discussion. No. I wouldn't number just yet. I've seen I think we've seen enough but Casey LA Todd Gurley who's another MVP candidate for the Rams and there are two offenses who are dynamic one has lost their wide receivers Cooper Cup in the Rams the other they're getting better every week Tyreek Hill Travis Kelsey Sammy Watkins Kareem Hunt and their defense is is holding up. I mean, they're not playing as bad as they were in the first, you know, five six weeks. They've they've tightened up a little bit, and this game can go either way. Their defense just just don't let them score forty. That's Pat will score forty. Don't that's let the other them thing, right? 40. That's the other thing. Yeah, <laughs> Rams defense has been suspect for the last four or five weeks. They lost to keep to leave, and Marcus Peters has slowed down a bit. He's no longer like locked down. We saw Mark uh, Michael Thomas get on him. We saw the receivers in Green Bay get on him. And there was a game before that where I'm missing. But, you know, they, they the LaMarcus Joyner's not playing up to par. Yeah, Rams defense has been suspect. So their front seven is, is tremendous. Aaron Donald yeah. is getting back there. Dominican yeah, Sue, they just added Dante nice. Fowler to help them. But who do you guys see being the X factor in this game? To, to win their team again. I mean, it's got to be Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> the, the, one, the one and only factor, really. I just think that it's, it's one of those things where it's like it being his, you know, his second year and then every, every you know, every week, every game, we're kind of like waiting for like that game where he like falls off a bit or just has like mm-hmm. an outbreak, like bad game, right. whatever. But he keeps like finding ways to up the ante and you know st- step up to mm-hmm. the plate and then just be a you know professional and like he looks like he's been doing this for years right. so and like this guy has like no fear so it's it's crazy and then like I said the weapons he has like what you know in the offensive schemes and like Andy Reid's just a genius so so here's my thing LA lost to the Saints right mm-hmm. and at this point, it was a defense, really, because when they gave Jared Goff the chance to win, he he scored. He went and scored. The defense couldn't hold him up. Right. When the Chiefs lost, the Chiefs lost to the Patriots, their defense, right? right. So which defense is going to play better, I think, is the X factor in who wins this game. Which you, like, what you said, don't let them get to 40, right? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's just like... Whose defense can can make that play? Maybe get that turnover. Don't let Mahomes look like he's been looking all season tonight, exactly. right? Don't let Goff look like. Don't let Gurley look like he's been looking all season tonight. You know what I'm saying? I don't know which team is going to do that. That's why I'm okay. stuck on who's going to win this game. Because I think Mahomes is going to ball. I think Todd Gurley, Tyreek Hill, Travis Kelsey. Like we're going to see it all night. But who's going to be on defense that makes a stop, strips the ball? You know what I'm saying? They don't. I don't feel like LA being at home yeah. might make that play. You LA, know what I mean? They're not going to allow the runs up the middle that we see Todd Gurley. Right. You see that's true. Not going to allow that. A lot of bounce house. You know, 
and but and same Rodgers. with Kareem Hunt. Yeah, I don't think Kareem exactly. Hunt's gonna have a lot of Kareem love Hunt, out of the middle. Yeah, you know, a lot yeah. of bounce outs, a lot of like you said, Andrew Reid trickery. We're gonna have to see how Patrick Mahomes plays under the amount of pressure he's going to play on Monday night. We haven't we've seen it versus Denver, and it wasn't like that was pressure, and he made crazy plays. I he, he really did, but it's like fresh legged Aaron Donald. Dominic and Sue Dante Fowler every play coming at you, right? So it's a test. It's a test at offensive line. It's a test to Mahomes. But I, th- I, th- I think I'll, I think he'll pass the test. Me too. So. Me too. I like him. Cause like it's, it's all, yeah, because just like how you're saying, it's which defense is going to like pretty much allow less. But I think it's to. I think it, I'm looking at it from that's why I said mm-hmm. Patrick Mahomes is X factor. I'm looking at it from the from the standpoint of which quarterback is going to you know. Basically, mm-hmm. t- take the team like what's they have to go all out, right? But yeah, then again, I, it's I have like more faith in Mahomes, really. Sean McVay is behind Jared Goff, you know, and it's just like Sean McVay drawing it up, you know. Yeah, but the play calling is exactly so. The play calling is doing it. This is why it's tough because we know the quarterbacks are good. Right. We don't know when the defense is going to think too much is enough. Like you know, too much is too much. Yeah, they have. Two good quarterbacks that are young. They have two great play callers right now. One is the best coach in the league. The defenses are gonna get carved up. They've been doing it every week. Who's not? Who? Like it's not to say who's gonna have a bad game out of Jared Goff or Aaron, or or Patrick Mahomes. You know what I'm saying? Because right. we're not really doubting them. It is a test with the with the D line, but we're not doubting Mahomes to have a bad game or Jared Goff. It's more like where where does it mess up with Brady? He had the ball last. The defense gave Gronk a 40-yard pass and put them to a 30-yard field goal. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So let's get done with the NFL. Move on to the NBA because they're itching to talk about it. Melo, your favorite player. Both of y'all favorite player. Ooh, this is both of y'all favorite player right here. One of. First off. Niggas need to put more respect on my nigga Melo name. That's first off. Come on, bro. You got to say that with your chest if you're going to say it, dog. That's what you say, bro? Hold on. What you say? All right. Niggas know. Niggas listening know already. They heard that shit and they like, damn right. I'm clipping this right here. I'm clipping this. I need this on everything. Exactly. What they got to do? Put respect on Melo. Put respect on Melo's name, For bro. what? Nigga been doing it for too long since Syracuse, my nigga. <laughs> nigga been doing this for too long, coming in the league. Championship. What? He won a national championship. What you talking about? He ain't got a ring. It, it don't matter. If it's college, what you mean? I don't got a ring. It don't matter. You, you put fact. respect on that nigga name. That's a fact. Melo just, 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 he got caught up in the business. Yeah, he got he caught did. up he in the business. He chasing a check. He got and caught up in the business. With New York. And, you, you, and you, can't, you, can't, you can't fault him for that. I'm he sorry. Should have went to Chicago. No. Yeah. He should have went to After Chicago. Yeah. He made a good play. He stayed in New York. But he should have left New York. And I, I know he that. Stayed he stayed for the man. money. He got yeah. how much money? We feel Jackson signed. He would have been team. better off without him, mm-hmm. to be honest. For both of y'all. Yeah. The Chicago would have been a good move. And they had uh, Derrick Rose still at the time, I think. This was what, 2014? Jimmy Butler. Jimmy Butler. Jaquim Noah was still there. I mean, it was still like a little. They were playing the Cavs in the in the in the playoffs that year when LeBron hit that game winner and when Derrick Rose hit that game winner versus LeBron. The next game, I think it was or two games later, yeah. that shit was crazy. Yeah. So I mean, the Bulls with Melo would have been I, like that's a perfect yeah. fit. Like just be the offense right there. You know what right. I'm saying? Like they got the defense when he was still hitting um, wide open shots. But wide he stayed in New York. Open. He got the check. 
he lost himself in finding a check. He got ran out of town in New York, and then he goes to Oklahoma City. He gets he gets traded to Oklahoma City. Or? Also, the Hollywood effect. No, he, he, gets, traded. he got traded to Oklahoma City. The Hollywood effect with his wife and everything. And <laughs> I mean, we're not gonna get into that because it's like everybody got their personal drama. So, on the court, Melo went to OKC and did basically. Didn't want to own up to let me play in wherever I fit in. It was like, no, I'm mellow. You know what I'm saying? And it's just like, you're not mellow, though. It's like, yes, I'm mellow. It's like, sir, I understand you're Carmelo, but you're not mellow. You know? <laughs> but he didn't want to hear that. So then that didn't work out. He goes to Houston, signs with Chris Paul. You know, that's my boy. Mellow, <laughs> you're not, you're not mellow. Like, come on, bro. You got to do what we say right now because we know what's best for you. Like, if he comes to Miami, his names are in the in the Miami mix. He's gonna have to listen to what people are telling him. He's not gonna be the voice. Like, we didn't get you to hear you. We got you to use you. You know what I'm saying? And that's where he goes anywhere. It should be like it should have been like that in Houston. If he would have just, you know, Coach D'Antoni. And him have a history, so there's probably already that pride right there. But, I mean, what they had going on in Houston was good. Obviously, they lost some with Ariza leaving, with Mbamute leaving. Um, I feel like I'm missing somebody. No, they signed Capella back. So he could have fit in with a with a lesser ego, I feel like, in OKC and... Well, with, with the Rockets, I feel like that just wasn't his Houston. fit. They wanted... Yeah, no, 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 no. I was saying me because I just said and, um, and you said with the Rockets. I was um, like, yeah, yeah, I just think that that wasn't that wasn't a, a team fit for him. They wanted him to be a cash and shoot player. Mm. He he needs the ball more, and not to say that um, like he should have it. It's just on some when you have a team like Houston where it already has two dominant right. dominant players. A third isn't going to help that situation. Right. Maybe if he went somewhere where he was the second exactly. all-dominant player, exactly. it would help the situation. So now my thing is like him, you know, Melo being like, okay, I'm going to think about signing with Houston. What does Houston need? Damn, they already got two ball-dominant players. Exactly. I could be the third. Okay, well, but they lost mad defense, and do I really go and help that? Nah. So, but fuck it. I'm going to do it because they're going to, you know, probably go to the Western Conference Finals. Like, let's be real. That's what that was. It wasn't, you know, this is the perfect fit. This was my homie and a lit team. Yeah. Yeah. And then OKC was like, well, he got traded to OKC. I'm still, who y'all, tra- who he? Um, who the Knicks trade? It was a three-team trade, three, three-way trade. Yeah. Because we didn't get nobody directly from Oklahoma City. Well, at least, yeah, I know, I know it was a trade, though. Well, anyway, I think, yeah, had- you're right, you're right. I forgot though. Say somebody from Atlanta. Maybe. Anyways, yeah, I feel like he didn't. He didn't help himself with not seeing an honest fit. You know, like if he mm-hmm. if he went yeah if he went to the place where he felt honest fit, it could have worked out way better. Yeah. I just feel like he could still put the ball in the bucket. I don't blame exactly. Melo for OKC. I don't blame Melo for Houston. Like these teams trading for him and signing and for they him. Also they have they to. Were yeah, going. you have to mm-hmm. know. You have to know. Who Melo is, yeah. what Melo mm-hmm. does, and what you're trying to do as a team. And stop chasing the Golden State Warriors. Stop. I just, I don't like, yeah, like, stop trying to change what he's been doing mm-hmm. since day one. Mm-hmm. Like, let's not, like you said, like, let's respect this man's name. Like, let's not get it twisted, this man. But my thing spe- is, like, why Melo to the Rockets was a thing? Why is Melo to the Rockets, like, what was, why was that 
why was that even his option? Like, why would the Rockets even want him? Him. And why would he want to play with the Rockets? Rockets. You know what I'm saying? Because that's more on the Rockets. That's that. Yeah, it's on the Rockets. That's not him chasing that whole big three effect. That's that whole glimmering shine. Them trying to outscore. You you get these amount of superstars, and you're just good. At that point, though, then you kind of have to start him. And they also thought they could change Melo. Like he said, catch and shoot. They thought they could change Melo. I feel like you have to start him at that point. If you're going to be the, you know, we want all the score, like everything's out on the table right now. Because really, Melo leading the bench mob with no defense and not a lot of energy. Melo's not an energy player. He's not a, uh, you know, get you pumped. He's yeah. going to just do him and work his craft and, and, and ball if he balls. You know, if the game goes exactly. on, like, you know, he builds and builds and builds. You and know. he's not going to be that hype guy and the energy on. So... I don't know. I mean, where, what do you guys see as next steps for Melo? Because right now it's it's looking. Somebody said his option was to what Miami, <laughs> Miami, LA, LA retire. retire. Oh, That's man. disrespectful. And then LA already cut that shit out. Damn. So they have no. So he has to retire or go to Miami. No, he he probably go <laughs> or retire in Miami. Oh man. I mean, here if he comes to Miami. Just make I don't know how I would do it. Yeah, I would. I would. I, at this point, I want the Heat to draft high as possible because it's like as much as I love this team and as much as I have that competitive edge as a fan and I want to see us win every game, it's just it's just pointless at this point. Like it's really pointless because we're not winning anything. Like, and we have too much money tied up and just what are we average. doing? Well, we need to just no, let go at the, at the trade deadline, let go, and. I don't know. Just figure it out. We need a superstar. Miami. It's been too long. It's been too long since since Dwayne Wade was hot, and and LeBron was here. Like we need something else to pop. These Vice jerseys is calling names. We got to figure it out. Melo. Yeah, do it. Start shoot fifty shots a game. Let's get that out yeah, if Melo comes here, I'm not. I'm not gonna be against it. I mean, because I think I think exposing to like, but I think we need it too. I, th- I think we need somebody that's gonna like want to confidently be, take yeah, over. confidently want to Beyond be in that want to be in that situation. And I, and I and I believe, and not to take away from Billy Donovan or Mike D'Antoni, but I feel like Spo like will know exactly what to do and what exactly, and, expe- and especially how we are with our lineups anyway. I also think that if like we're not so much about lineups, but we're about like kind of like getting the right personnel working, to, to get to get play together and on the yeah. floor. If so, he does sign with Miami, it'll be like a mutual understanding of what has to happen. It won't be like the Rockets of like, okay, well, I think it's this more is of a clean slate. Yeah, it's like here's yeah. what we're gonna do. Yeah. Do you want to do it? Pressure. That I feel like yeah. Melo's like gone through so much by now. Like he just wants to play. Like right. I feel like he's he's. I think I think by this point, all the money to be made has been made. I feel like he's humbled by now. Like you said, they said like he got blindsided with what happened in, in Houston, yeah. and they said they said James Harden and Chris Paul didn't even know until like it happened. So I feel yeah. like like Melo's just like to the point where it's like man, it's like he just look. He's like he's. I feel like he like to be honest, he's just sitting in the room right now. Like man, I just want to play. Like that, that's that's what it, like that's that's really what I feel. Like I feel for my dog Melo. Like I feel like that's what it's come down to. Like all the money to be made has been made. Like he just yeah, wants to play. Sure. So so that that humbles you, man. Melo. Wish you the best, I guess, you know. Oh yeah. And if you come to Miami you gotta you gotta bring back fifteen. You gotta bring back number fifteen. Yeah, that would be lit. That would be stupid lit. You gotta you gotta, you gotta, you gotta come Mello? back with fifteen. That's stupid ass seven. Anyways. <laughs> Jimmy Butler, 
finally, 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 we can say it again, finally gets traded, and it wasn't to the Heat. Very glad you didn't get that Butler Vice jersey. <laughs> that was a made. joke. That was a joke. He gets traded to the Sixers for Covington, Sarge, and a second round pick. And then some other, like Jared Bayless and other little things that don't really matter, but that's neither here nor there. Philadelphia wins this trade, in your opinion? No. Really? I think they gave up too much. Look, look, looking, looking at their personnel, mm-hmm. you have your, their, your biggest stars, your, your core, your foundation is Embiid, who is going to lock down the middle, yeah. hold down the Embiid middle. can do everything. Can't, let's, yeah, he, no, let's, let's no, no, no. Let's start No, I'm saying like his first and foremost. Right. But okay, gonna, he can do everything. That's just Anthony Davis. Like, that's what well, we don't got to explain that. No, yeah. Embiid. Correct. We know what that is. And then Ben Simmons. I mean, meanwhile. Defensively, he's, he's pretty good. Offensively, he's, he's, getting better. he's just a, a playmaker. I mean, he can't score. He can't. I mean, he can score attacking the rim, but he can't score outside of the paint. But if anything's been shown and proven he, to win in this league, you got to be able to shoot the ball, mm-hmm. which he can't do yet. And that's not to take away from what, you know, LeBron can shoot the right. ball for the first Five to seven well, years in his but career. You need I mean, somebody out there in that lineup. But, but luckily for him, he has JJ Redick at the two. Yeah, yeah and then he also has J- had Jimmy Butler at the three. And he who's also, a better three point shooter than Robert Covington, in my opinion. Better shot maker, better shot creator, better defender. Overall superstar, top fifteen player in the league. Possibly. Oh yeah, top five two way player in the league. So Covington for Jimmy Butler, I feel like that we don't have you know like. But I just feel like they gave it too much in the sense four. of that's where it goes. Well, sorry. Well, not just yet, yeah, not just that, but mm-hmm. I feel like all right. The main thing that how they got so hot last year, and then you know after the trade deadline and every all the talk was all the shooters they had. They had JJ, they had Elias Sova, they had mm-hmm. Bellinelli surrounding your core, your playmakers with shooters. Mm-hmm. So. And that was their that was their Covington that right. was their bread and butter right, right? so here's the thing Isn't so now you take away State? two for one and then you and then now the difference between another difference between last year and this year you're now trying to insert faults not just in the starting lineup you're trying to insert faults into the rotation and I feel like he's in no man's land not knowing what his role is right. what to do how to do it that's fair so and I think, then but I think also you can look at it as it, it could be a win because I think Jimmy Butler also is, like, committed to the Sixers. I think he's going to re-sign there next year. So you have a superstar to go with your other two. So you have three superstars on your team. Like, so you're, that's good to start. You have right. J.J. Reddick still. Who can, you can sign him on, on these one, two-year deals. You have um, you have your – excuse me. I mean, they have probably probably Amir Johnson on the Vic- Wilson the- Chandler. I, well, yeah, I was they just yeah, they just Chandler. signed. He just they just got signed. back. No, he just got back. Well, they signed him this year. Yeah, but he just got back from injury, right. and he's still playing good. Um, Markel Fultz is an asset. You can trade him. I'm sure somebody's going to want to trade for they him. Need to. They need to. If you can get a pick they for him, if you can get a veteran, before because yeah, because they can't. They I feel What's like. That? They need to shop him quick before it gets worse. Yeah, and I feel like they're just in that state right now where it's not win now mode, but you can't let nothing like hold you back. Like anything that's gonna like hold you back right. or set you back, like you gotta move that quick because you didn't spend so many years trying to get to this position where you are right now, 
Anything that can be detrimental to them, well, here's you my gotta thing. move. Here's my thing. Here's my thing. We here. Dario Sark and Robert Covington mm-hmm. for Jimmy Butler. You're telling me that you're losing on too much shooting, but it's like... I feel like they gave up a lot, my, but both teams got better. My thing is... They didn't completely run away with the trade. It wasn't like, oh, my God, they finessed him. My thing is, if, 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 if you know, back to your initial question, if you're going to ask, like, basically, what, what, what the question we always ask in these situations, like, who won? Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to be where, oh, both teams won, both teams won, but that's the obvious. But if, if I have to pick a clear-cut winner and loser, I feel like Minnesota definitely won in many more ways than Philly did. Here's my I thing. I don't because... Minnesota didn't put themselves in a in a place to where they can say they're truly competing for a championship. Granted, they're in the Western Conference, but those two moves in five years, you tell me if Minnesota gets better because of those two moves, and if they come a serious playoff contender because of those two moves. When as with Jimmy Butler, if they didn't play the Rockets, maybe last year in the playoffs, they could have been a, a round two team. I don't think. I don't think you also have to look at the situation. What else were they going to get for Butler? Do you think that they should have made that trade with the Rockets for the four first rounders, the four probably twenty something? We thought about that. Yeah, we thought about that. And was just like, are they protected picks? What what pick are they? Is it worth an actual player? So I I still think Minnesota went for they they added depth. They they added people who wanted to be there probably you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying they, I mean Minnesota Minnesota needed three point shooters too exactly and then that's what they get with Jimmy Jimmy Bowen wasn't shooting threes like that man he he's can a, shoot he, uh, no he can but he can. I know I know he's you not can a three count point on him to hit a I big know he's shot not a three point shooter for sure you but can count on Jimmy to hit a big shot but that's not what he's known for so that's now how he let's go let's let's spin this back to where we were talking about being like the Warriors so. Do you have to be like the Warriors to beat them? The Rockets were trying to be like the Warriors this year with the Melo situation. But how? That's two different ways of trying to be like the Warriors because then you could stack. You're trying them with to stack up and sh- no, you not even this, okay. But, but all stars, Melo is not an all star. So where it's just somebody who can score, and that's what Philly did. They added somebody who can score, but he is an all star and he is a superstar and he's in his prime right now, and he's playing alongside. A top six point guard in the league, and with the best big man in the league, so it's like their starting lineup is is good enough to take them to seven games versus Boston, to seven games versus Toronto. I believe this year, I because look what they did last year with Dario Sark and Robert Covington versus Boston. Now you take those, like obviously it's not just you take them out, and it's not that switch. But they lost depth, but. When they're, st- I don't know, man. I, I, Jimmy Butler's a game changer to me. I feel like, I don't know. back to your question real quick about, you know, trying to beat Golden State. I think people trying to beat Golden State their own game, that's how they lose. Mm-hmm. But if we're going to talk about blueprints on how to win just in general, I feel like you you need three things. You need all-star slash superstar players. You need depth and you need shooters. Mm-hmm. Now, I feel like they got two out of three. They definitely got depth. And they definitely got shooters. Mm-hmm. What's the need? Because Andrew Wiggins ain't shooting threes like that. Andrew Wiggins, right. you know, he's still, you know, he's like a DeMar DeRozan. He's still a perimeter. I mean, not uh, he's still like, you know, 
15 to 18 foot jump shots. He's trying to bring his game out to the three point line consistently. He can't do that yet. He's still playing off. Yeah, mid-range. He's, yeah. he's mid range. He's breaded, but he's still playing off athleticism. Yeah, he's still playing off athleticism. And then Carl Anthony Towns is really there, prolific, if you want to call it a three point shooter. So, and then he, and then he, and that's then, not great. And then that's what I'm saying. And then so, so you add Dario Sarge and Robert Covington, who aren't. They're good three-point shooters. They're not great three-point shooters. And, 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 and Covington's a good defender. Sure. And Covington's a good but defender. But they're not going to win anything with this team, is what I'm trying to explain. Well, like, they weren't going the, to do that. But the Sixers can win an Eastern Conference with this team. I think they can. I truly but think. Then, but, the then, but then it's like, the but then it, but then it's like you're looking at it as from a conference standpoint rather than a team standpoint. Mm-hmm. Okay, and... Because if because if the roles were switched, I then we'd be saying it different. I think we'd be saying it different. If the Philly was in the West and then Minnesota was in the East, I think we'd be saying it different. So then I think they'll have a better record than the Timberwolves. I think that was a given before the trade. I don't. I just. I, okay, what is Robert Covington and Dario Sarge doing for the franchise? In the it's, long run, in the short run, it's not. But it's not just those two players. It's the fact that they finally. Can put this whole Jimmy Butler thing behind them. They, that, they, they, but that, you can, they already you can let, messed up. They already messed that up. So you can let, you it's can, behind but, them. As much as it's behind them, it's still gonna. It's it's with them. So it's not behind them. It's It's, team it's with them because that franchise is in a disarray right now. I, so. I, well, I think for Carlton Towns mentally and Andrew Wiggins mentally wise, getting back to the game of basketball. I've, okay, I think and, and that's what they wanted. That's their, their future. Best, even them to playing at their best right now. What is Minnesota gonna do? They might make the playoffs. They might make the playoffs. The Sixers might be a top two seed. But if anything's been, if it, but if anything's been shown, you're with, sold on the Sixers, though. It, sold it, I'm not sold on them. I'm sold on Jimmy Butler making them a way better team than but just with Darius Sarge and say, Robert Covington. What you're trying to say with the Timberwolves by dismissing them, it's the same thing. You're trying to say, what's the point? There's no one can win a championship. You can go and say that about any team. But what right do you mean now, I'm dismissing that's not them? the Warriors. Because you're saying, what's the point of the Timberwolves? What the Timberwolves is doing? Because you're not winning a championship right now. Right, Philly's winning but, a championship right now, but they might play in a championship. No, though. no, not even. They're not even okay. going to the Eastern Conference Finals. But I was arguing that you didn't say nothing. So now, now that I know you don't, okay. So now with Philly, That's a lot of credit to Philly. That's a lot of credit. It's to just Philly, bro. it's it's Boston got taken to seven games by Milwaukee last year, right? Kawhi's in. They weren't at there in the East. I understand that. Well, Toronto should win the one seed. Giannis Antetokounmpo is still in the East, and then but are they not? Did they? What has Giannis Antetokounmpo done? Has he been to a conference final? Just getting better. getting better. Okay, and what did the Sixers do? They just got better. They have in it other All Star on their team. A, it wasn't a huge step up though. It was because of their downfall up. from last year. It's not as big, but from what it was just now, it is bigger because you're you're bro. You have a superstar as opposed to two young. Role players, role players. That what did they do in the playoffs? Sarge was it? I said was it inverse Miami and Covington trying to make wasn't doing like anything. Of of like it can it can take them, them from into, from nah, not winning the nah. East to winning the East to winning the East. Yes, it can because Joel Embiid can be unstoppable. It's too much credit, bro. Jimmy Butler can go off. It's too much ben credit. Simmons can go off. I don't I don't think it's I'm too not, much I'm credit, not, bro. Not, I don't see how how. Oh man, Boston, the way they're looking right now, they better figure something out, bro. Boston's not looking good at all right now. Philly don't look. All right, we, still, ahead, we still got like, yeah. what, 70? It's mad early. 70. It's mad early basketball. All I'm saying is, I'm not taking away from what Philly does. It's definitely a big move for them. But I just feel like if we're talking, like I said, if we're talking about winners, I'm looking at what both teams gained 
I feel like Minnesota won more than Philly did. Not to take away from Philly and what they're going to do and what they You're can just, do. So y'all saying that Jimmy Bo- You'd rather have Robert Covington and Darius Sarge than Jimmy Butler. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not saying I'm that. Asking. I'm not saying that. So what are y'all I'm, saying? I'm, say, I'm saying as far as the team aspect, from from the looking uh-huh. from, looking from the team standpoint, and the situations they were in before the trade and after the trade, I feel like the Timberwolves are just in a better situation. I feel like you're saying so much, but you're not saying so much because Philly. How are they in a better situation? Jimmy Butler, but that's not what they needed. That's not what they needed to get. They can use him, no doubt, because he is but they an can all-star also find and more. a great player. They can also but find that's more. Not what they but that's one piece way before the all-star break. All right. Well, it's the same thing with the Timberwolves. But they, the Timberwolves aren't contenders. So how needed. do you lose? You had first of all, you had supposedly offers on the table from the Heat, offers on the table from the Rockets. Like, and you're not taking none of these, but you settle for who? Robert who, Covington and Dario Saric. Who on the Heat? Josh Richardson, Kelly Olynyk, and a first-round pick. That's disgusting, bro. That's disgusting. That's, that's disgusting. That's Dario, okay, bro. That's the same. But shit. more established. Nah. Dave Rich and Robert Covington, I would say, are right here, and then Kelly Olynyk is definitely way more established than than um, Dario Sarge. The man's a two-year player, three-year player, and played one playoffs. Played in one playoff. He went on like two losing seasons and won like ten games in. Like nah, nah, he's not. Kelly Olynyk dropped thirty in a in an Eastern playoff game. Like, I'm just saying from the aspect of and a first all, round pick, not a second round pick from the 2020s. I'm saying it from the aspect of all the drama that the Timberwolves had in the offseason, all the all the drama they had going. But into that's the season. not. And I'm I'm just saying like for for them for them. A Jimmy I, Butler deal would have did this regardless. So if they would have traded for a sack of hay. And Jimmy Butler, that would have been this. It would have been, oh, this is better for them because now it's like, like he's gone. But I don't think what they got was bad. I don't think what they got in return was bad. Me either. But I think yeah. what the Sixers got in return is I mean, way better. And their, te- their team is in a way better position because of it than, than the Timberwolves. The Timberwolves traded Jimmy Butler, and it's like, damn, now we might not make the playoffs. Like, they might not make the playoffs because they traded Jimmy Butler. If Jimmy Butler stayed on the team, they like could make an eighth seven I'm, I'm not saying that that's, Philly lost. That's true or not? No. I'm not saying That's that, not true? I'm not no, saying, I'm not saying So if they don't make the playoffs this year, then like they it, got worse. And and I'm going to show y'all that, that, Wilson, uh, that, that trade was not it. First of all, we were questioning them making the playoffs with Jimmy. Right. We were. Because last so year we did it too. So we did it too. Saying? Last year we did it it's too, but they made it though. No, but so now you take away Jimmy, you're like, all right, so now we're question the playoffs right now haha no but it's funny. like way more way anyway. more easy to see that it's not gonna happen well, obviously on fucking paper my nigga when you when you uh but when you plug these players like i'm in, saying but that's why i said like we'll see we'll see when they when the playoffs come and if molly, they don't bro. make the playoffs huh we need a molly next subject because all of us are no nah, 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 we good it's just we'll see when the playoffs come yeah so what else what else what else <laughs> Draymond from first KD. Oh, oh, man. I'm team. I'm team. <laughs> <laughs> Pick your side now. Man. Oh, man. Round two. It's, yeah. Who oh, on my squad now? I'm nah, team nah, the nah. rest of the league. Get them niggas out of there. Yeah, right? Let's start getting competition. Right? Different, different championships. Yeah. Let's get the Warriors to blow up. It, it's crazy. It's like because I never. It's like you never like want to hate on the team and be like and wait for like the team to like fall. But it's like yo, nah, if you, it ain't you, you know. You do. But but you know, 
Nah, but, if but it not ain't so, your team, you do. But not so much like this. Not so yes, much like New this. New England. Not so much. Yeah. No, but New England. But it's. But New England. No, no. But I'm saying like, as far as okay, New England has a direct effect on our division, not on the league. As 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 much as much as Golden State, bro. People still watch. Who's been in the playoffs? Who's been in the Super Bowl? Damn, Tom Brady went when he went in 2011. He went in 2014, 15, and 18. Yeah, but you always hear they're the favorites to come out. Okay, the favorites to come out of a, a conference is different. But the favorites to win it every year—that's true. That's yeah. true. I think. I think um, LeBron is more annoying than the Warriors. Wait, how about this? Sorry, go ahead. LeBron is more, more annoying than the Warriors. Than the okay. Warriors are in some like you. He you would root for his downfall more than you would root, root for the Warriors dynasty. It's only some you see the Warriors yeah, and some you kind of just expected like all right, whatever. Right. But it's feasible for LeBron to fail, so we cling on to that. Right. Right. It's not even feasible for the Warriors to fail, so it's like you don't even that's what, think but, about that. So with the Patriots, like with that comparison, it's like it's they're not the, they're not the favorites to win it like that. Every year, they're the favorites to like win the division and dominate the league, but they're not the favorites coming out to win the championship. But when the Super Bowl set and they're in a the championship, they're the favorites in the championship. You know what I'm saying? Like when the time comes that they are in the championship, it's like, yeah, Patriots about to get this shit. So, I mean, that was the sometimes. that was the no, no, not to say well, no, that they don't lose. No, Obviously, they don't the they they lose, right. but. You're going yeah, into Super favorite. Bowl week, it's like, yep, New England, New England. Yeah, it's, you know it's, it's just a safe pick to make. Exactly. It's, it's a safe it, but, like, as far as, like, on the whole the league. Dominant looking the dominant factor, on the whole, yeah, like, on a whole league, like. So, uh, KD, Draymond, get into this feud, right? Mm-hmm. Draymond's supposedly calling them B-word and all this. We know the story. What do you see KD doing? Do you see him staying and, and just kind of being petty to where it's like, well, we know you they're going to have to try to pay you, Draymond, and am I going to just, like, stay and take the check and, like, not leave space for you, or am I going to just let you do you and I'm going to do me? Well, it's interesting because Draymond has one more year left. He said he wasn't going to sign an extension. Not saying he said he was going to leave because, you know, Kyrie said the same thing. Mm-hmm. He's like, But that's just because he wants to sign, you know, a max deal, come right. back, sign a bigger deal. To stay with Boston, um, no, I'm saying Kyrie. Oh, Kyrie, sorry, I thought you meant. So it's, yeah, so Draymond, you know, he said he wasn't going to sign an extension, but he just wants to come back and sign for more money. But it's like this is, but this year it's Clay's contract year, KD's contract year, and so it's, it's telling. It's it's telling. So I feel like like we, I think real quick. I, I think one of the two is definitely out. Either Clay or KD. Now, as far as KD versus Draymond, you cannot tell me as much as Draymond's been there for that team, as much as he's done for that team, heart and soul of the team, Mr. Do It All, Done It All, whatever. KD is KD. KD is a top two player in the world. Mm-hmm. When it's all said and done, could be one of the best offensive players we've ever seen. So when you put it into really. Just yeah, black and white. Sign Draymond when, yeah, or KD. Yeah, when you put it in the black and white like that, you're like, I'm sorry, but if you take away KD and you still got Clay, Steph, and Draymond, J- no, Clay, Steph, and uh, KD, oh. I really don't care. I'm sorry, but I really don't care how much defense is being played or not. 
who is going to keep up with that's that scoring. Right. Like, I don't know. And then and then and then they and then they still managed to put great great uh, pieces around them. The Warriors had a night had a game the other day to where none of the starters made a three pointer. Yeah, that was crazy. That's that's insane. Yeah, but, that was yeah, the versus Houston. But when you're in the, yeah. the front office, you cannot miss. And look back at years yeah. and say, wow, we took Draymond Green over It's just Draymond. you have to have the replacement for Draymond. You can't just do that and just think that it's Well, okay. it's, it's going to be, okay. be that or this. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You have to, like, know that something else might be needed. You can't have the backup plan. Like, you don't have to have the backup plan because it's like, this is what we're doing. We're not like, yeah. if this doesn't But, like, work. What's, what's the better problem to have, really? Like, exactly. what's easier to replace? But you should go into that knowing, yeah, losing Draymond Green is crucial. Yeah, so oh yeah, you, yeah, you have to take find a lightly, some supplement. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I just I feel like one for Draymond Green to to make the play that he made was bonehead, obviously. But it happens. It's basketball. Mm-hmm. We saw it in the finals last year. Draymond. Like you said, um, the season just started. Yeah, but it, it when when you can't take the recommendation. Of the superstar player getting frustrated with not getting the ball in an opportunity that he really should have, yeah. you got to kind of just understand that you made the mistake. And I'm not going to sit here and say I know what you know they were talking about on the sideline, but it shouldn't be a huge argument that you're taking into the locker room if it's a play that you know I mean, you should have made this play. Like the argument was, damn, yo, you should have passed me the ball. You're tripping. It was How bad. did that get turned into You get suspended after, for a game without yeah, paying Because conduct detrimental to KD's Return to Golden State Like what? I mean he even said he's like Clay's years coming up KD's years coming up He's like you know if They stay good if they go Alright cool like you know we, we had a good run we had a good years He's like it, it is what it, it is, is, what it is. Y'all, yeah, y'all gonna do what y'all wanna do You know so he's ready. Like, I think he's ready for for KD to bounce. Obviously, KD's going to play the mature role and just keep playing ball and put that to side because they're here to win a championship. My thing is now, if KD does leave, where does he go? Because do you think he's focused on trying to win or like, nah, I got to win? I think. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I think. Nah, I got to win sounds like L.A. Yeah, yeah, I think I think that would be the only place he would. Trying to win sounds like New York. Uh, nah, I, I think he's still. No, he, I think he's still going for it. Like he's he's at that point where he was he was at that trying to win for too long. Now that he has that winning, nah, like there there's no going back. There's no going backwards. Like you you at that trying to for too long and you didn't get it done. Now that you made this move and you know what it takes to win. You right. know what winning is. You're, tra- you're trying to stay on that but, but if you're on a winning squad If he does sign to say a Lakers team They have to win the finals Which they would K- LeBron yeah. and KD There's no, there's nothing. I don't know man That sounds there's, weird There's nothing I would you love tell to me. see it But There's, no, so there's nothing you could tell me I'll tell you right now I'd be a hater I would never hate on that I want, Could you Yo could you imagine The, the tabloids and the headlines Cause how much he people gave LeBron for leaving Cleveland to do it together, and, and then, then we go to state, and they both lost. They both lost to go. Yo, to state I think before. the world of basketball would explode. I think. I think the league might just like. It better not happen in November. <laughs> We're gonna leave that one there. So, 
That was episode nine, season two. Thank you guys for listening. Follow us on Twitter, ATS Pod. Send us questions, comments, concerns. Move. Finally rich, but that damn thing gon' change. Me and my boys still bang. 